back corner <laughs> when I'm not presenting. Listening in. And listen in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bash University Live here on Tuesday night. Take a quick break. Watch John Cruz's on the Tokyo rig. Be a part of the show. Get some chances to win some awesome prizes. As fast you go. You know, we didn't have that back then. And, 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 dude, it, it can just... That text thread gives me so much energy. I mean, like I'm dialing. Second elite series win wire to wire it's the first time it's been done on the st john's river so many tournaments been there before it's so hard to do uh the the conditions change it's a tidal water fishery it's a river system it's got locks and canals and uh all types of unusual and and diverse habitat so it takes a master of adjustments to get the w certainly to go wire to wire and john did it uh man it was such a thrill to be there to watch him raise that blue trophy and get that big w and i can't I, i'm psyched he's going to be with us here tonight uh so very very excited about that and we've got a big announcement uh we've we've got a great um great new partnership at bash university that's going to bring some amazing things to our subscribers uh, at BashU TV. So if you haven't signed up yet, go get it done. We, we still have our Seeing Red promotion going on right now for annual subscribers or a 30-day free trial. But get over and get signed up right now because we've got a really cool, exciting benefit that we're going to be bringing to you guys and a lot more to come. So we're going to be a, we're going to be announcing that uh, a little bit later on and re real soon, actually. We're not going to do like we do on iCloud. We're going to get that We're going to get that to you early. And to help us make this announcement, um, I'm really thrilled. We've got Adrian Avina is going to be with us. Also a Bash University instructor from when he really got started at the top level. And uh, it's great, great to have him with us today. He's going to be with us here in just a little while. So uh, it's going to be a great show. Get your questions together. How do you win a tournament wire to wire? I don't know. Let's look forward to talking to John Cruz about it. But, um, Alex, great to have you with us tonight. Is the ice melted in your neighborhood yet? Actually, yeah, Pete. This week uh, we hit the 60s for a couple of times. It was weird. People had shorts on. There were squirrels outside. I felt like I was what? in a, an alternate universe. Yeah, things were going crazy. <laughs> but we're going to be back in the high 20s tomorrow. So it was just a couple of days of warm weather. But better than nothing, I guess you could say. Yeah, well, it's nice here, too, honestly. And, uh, of course, BTC's uh, he not here with us, and we miss him tonight. And uh, he's going to be down with us at the Classic. So are you, Alex. Yes. Is this going to be your first Bassmaster Classic? It will be, yeah. I was getting the lowdown from Travis last night. He said it's a good first Classic because there's good nightlife afterwards. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll work hard and then work harder at night, I guess you could say. So, yeah, I'm excited for it, Pete. I'll get to meet all you guys in person. That'll be fun. We'll see who's short and who's tall, who looks tall on the Zoom camera, who's <laughs> maybe hiding a couple pounds under the desk. But, yeah, I'm excited for it. It should be a great opportunity. Meet a lot of people, definitely learn a lot of things, and have a good first Classic experience. So, yeah, I'm really excited for that. 
Go hard, yeah, go well, hard I'll, at night, I'll, Alex. You'll fit. You'll fit right in with us. You can just slide in, <laughs> slide right in. Where where I used to be, you can take over, kid. You got it. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Travis, no, none of this negative influencing about night on the town, man. We we, we 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 need to keep Alex on the straight and narrow, man. We don't need that. Well, Travis doesn't sleep, so he's on a different <laughs> program. <laughs> Uh, that's the truth. Well, it's going to be great. It's going to be great seeing you face to face out. So we've been on the show together for quite a while and you've been working with Bash U. Uh, so it'll be great to, to shake hands and be face to face down there. It's always such a blast. Uh, so many Bash University subscribers coming out of the woodwork. Like we saw down in Florida, Rich, man. I mean, uh, Bash U is everywhere. It really is, Pete. What a, uh, what a great time we had at Palatka, St. John's River uh, for the first Bassmaster Elite Series event. I mean, just to interact with that many fish heads all in one <laughs> place is just, you know, I, I love it. I, I was, you know, I was right in my element down there. Um, like we talked about, I have some family ties in that part of Florida, and it was great to to talk to all these people down there, and a lot of them have some common ground with just from – you know, being familiar with the area um, and, you know, hanging out with all the hanging out with the whole Bassmaster crew, you know, Davey Height and, and and Dave Mercer and all the camera guys and, you know, Steve Bowman and, you know, you name it. It was uh, it was a great time down there. I'm, I'm looking looking forward to the next one we do. And uh, hopefully it's a uh, it's a thing that we're going to continue to do for the future as with the Bass University is go to these elite series events and activate and interact with uh with all the fish heads out there because there was a ton of them so man there sure was and it was really cool i got to meet eric who runs the show down at uh the bassmaster event i don't know how he pulls it off there's so many moving parts and uh lisa the tournament director we uh i got to meet her and uh you know of course you got to see all the guys that we've worked with for years uh over at bassmaster a lot of fun but my highlight of the trip other than John Cruz winning. Uh, my highlight of the trip, Riz, was us jumping in your boat, all four of us, exhausted uh, from working the weekend. And uh, we got about an hour and a half before the sun went down, fishing out on the St. John's right before the cold front hit. Yep. That was that was definitely the highlight of the trip. Yep, that's uh that's a that's a good reward for a for a good week at the St. John's Rivers. Get to wet a line, make make a couple of casts, and try to teach the camera guys how to catch a fish. That's always <laughs> that's always fun too. That, that 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 nine pounder that Nate was reeling down on is probably still out there swimming. So <laughs> that was that was awesome. It, it's it, I think it's I think it was more like ten or eleven pounds. Yeah, I mean, really big. You big. just never know. You know, it, yeah. it's uh, could have been a pound, could have been ten. So. I guess we'll never know. Uh, I know. But Stefan was there. Shout out to Stefan Walden. Yep. Appreciate you coming down and uh, and helping out with us. And and uh, Jeff and Nate were were both there with us, of course. And uh, Nate got to get out and do a little fishing, and it was a, it was an awful lot of fun. So, uh, but it was a great time. We're going to be uh, we're, we're going to be at the Classic, and Bass University is going to be at Lake Chickamauga immediately following the Classic. So, uh, we hope to see you guys down there. Um, you know, when, and we're going to be at a lot of others. You're going to see us out in Texas, up north in New York. Uh, Bashu is going to be uh, hanging around with the Bassmaster crew quite a bit this year. So it was a lot of fun. We're going to do it some more. But um, but without further ado, uh, Rich, I think we're, uh, we're going to bring on our friend, friend of Bash University, Bash University instructor, uh, Bass Pro Tour competitor, 
you know, good friend of our local guy here is our friend Adrian Avina is uh, is going to join us. Like to bring him in because we we have a big announcement um, that we we kind of share and I'm looking forward to having him part of the uh, part of the announcement with us. As uh, as I look for him on my four box, I don't see him. I don't see him yet. So I'm, I'll I'll let you keep working to get him on, Rich. Give me the double point when we have Adrian. If right. I should miss so- it. Sounds good. We, we will. We, uh, he was in the chat there with us. He's down there at Lake Fork. The, you know, the service down there isn't the best. So, uh, we're, we're working on getting him in there, but Pete, did you follow any of that, that event down there in Texas, uh, today on Lake Fork? I sure, I sure did. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't resist watching fishing. I mean, it's just, it has to be on. It, it's almost, it, I got to turn the, the volume down a lot of times so I can get work done, but, um, yeah, I did watch it. it, and Lake Fork was a challenge, and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll get to talk to Adrian a little bit about it if the signal uh, lets him. But we'll. Um, the lake was looked like it was about six feet low. Alex, did you get to see any of it, Alex? Yeah, I saw some of it. There's it looked like a lot of people doing a lot of different things, but I did notice that. I don't know if it's either winter pool or they had a little bit of a drought down there, but you could definitely see some stuff that looked like it should be underwater that was sticking its head up. So I don't know what the cause of that was, but you could definitely tell there was something making it a little shallower than it normally is. All the stumps were out of the It's always a treacherous place. I, I've uh, I've fished there uh, just a time or two before, uh, but with that, with that lake, being so low it looked i mean you had to idle everywhere i i i I gotta imagine it takes forever to get from one place to another as it sits and and i see them in our four in my four box on my zoom call glad to have them back with us we were talking with them a little while ago but uh bass you instructor uh bass pro tour competitor adrian avena good to have you with us buddy yeah what's going on guys Man, we're just uh, wishing we were in Texas. But of course, looking at the 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 clothes that you were wearing, it didn't look like it was <laughs> typical Texas weather. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. I uh, you know I put on my my foul weather gear in the morning, my Grunin's gear, and I never took it off. I was never uh, I was never out of it. I mean, it was it started off nice, actually. You know, like in the in the sixties. But we had a little front come through midday, and it dropped into the 40s. Tomorrow, guys that are going out fishing tomorrow, I mean, they're, they're supposed to be getting some freezing rain and I think high of 37. So pretty pretty crazy weather for Texas. You know, it's funny the uh, you say that because the coldest tournament that I've ever competed in was in Texas. And it was, it was even further south than that, down in Austin, Texas, where the high was Jeez. like in the up, upper teens was the high it, it just it's amazing the jet stream goes down deep there sometimes and chills that place out i guess it's doing it to lake fork right now yeah i'll, I'll tell you man it's been uh, it's been wild you know and and i feel like the weights in this tournament have kind of shown you know based on that weather you know these fish are they're wanting to spawn, you know, of course, we're, you know, we're pre-spawn down here in the water, the main lake water temperatures in the low fifties. You know, I seen some water in the upper fifties in the backs of some of them pockets, but I mean, you get them night lows down in the twenties and highs in the thirties, you know, I mean, they, they back off real quick. And, um, you know, unfortunately I ended up being the first guy out in this tournament 
Uh, but you know, I learned a lot and that's the biggest thing, you know, being, being a Northern angler from New Jersey, you know, we don't get to fish in Texas a whole lot. It's kind of like the whole Florida jinx, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back because this lake is chock full with absolute giant bass. It is. And you, you can see the guys catching them and it's amazing. Every time you set the hook down there, it, it could be a double digit fish, you know, just like in Florida. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun to watch. Even in the cold front situation, it's going to be fun to watch. But what we, Alex and I were talking about, it, what, what, is it a drought situation that they're uh, so low down there? Or is it winter pool? What's got the lake down so low? No, they're actually working on the dam. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, there, there's construction going on there, and that's why the lake level is down. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Pete, and this, and, 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 and you'd appreciate this, but forward-facing sonar, I don't care what you have, forward-facing sonar, whenever you go to these big fish factories like this, you get one behind your jerk bait, and I'm telling you, dude, the whole time you're just like, oh, like you're, you're just you're on your heels. You're scared. Like you you don't know you don't know what's gonna happen, <laughs> you know. And I was able to experience it a few times in practice, but you know, unfortunately, come tournament time today, I was catching crappie and gar and all, all trash fish, you know. But um, some of them guys, I know they're catching them on forward facing sonars, catching double digits. Uh, the guy, one of the guys that I travel with, Dustin Connell, he caught a he caught a ten six in practice. So um, I mean, I think some of them biggest bass of the lake, you know, live in that standing timber, and and um, you know, there's 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 guys that are really utilizing that. You know, Jacob Wheeler, you know, I mean, he's leading leading where he won his rounds, got a punch the stick of the championship round, and and uh, I know he's doing a lot of that too. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, one of the guys we just had on, Ryan Salzman, was a lot of fun to watch. He had a uh, he had a lot of success today, and um, but it was I just wanted to give him a shout out. He just came on, and, and we had a lot of fun uh, talking with him on the show. But you know, Wheeler is just so far out in front, out in Jones. I mean, they're just absolutely crushing it. You you are good friends with Jacob Wheeler. What what's the secret? We got to know. Is it is something's in the sauce? <laughs> it's unreal. He's he's like, it's like he's a man amongst boys in a lot of these tournaments. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty wild, you know, and it's and it's fun to watch. You see it in all sports. You know, you've got one guy that just seems to shine no matter what the sport is. And and there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, right now that's Jacob. And, and, and more than likely, you know, it's going to be Jacob for the next next 10 years, you know, and the the, the biggest thing that stands out to me. And, 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 it, and it, it's funny because me personally, you know, I got to hear a song like 30 times for me to know the words this kid can hear it one time and know every word he can see he can see a boat dock on a bank that he may have seen three years ago and he'll tell you exactly what lake it was what pocket was in like he's got a memory like no other person that i know and and not to mention you throw that on on top of a a work ethic like he has i mean it's just a perfect recipe for a great bass fisherman Man, it's bottle it up and I'll buy some. You know, I mean, it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Hey, hey, me, 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 and you, and about a million other anglers that are watching this right now. No, no kidding. But it, it's fun. It's it's fun to watch him, and uh, you know, it's it's a it's a fun uh, event to watch, and uh, you know, just watching him fish in Texas is really cool. And and 
you know, fortunate to make this cut. Where's the next one for you? Yeah, so the next one's uh, on Lewis Smith in Alabama, Coleman. Clear um, should should be another, you know, forward-facing sonar electronic tournament. Uh, they're, they're actually getting a bunch of rain right now, so that might change things. But, you know, it should be a textbook pre-spawn, spotted bass uh, okay. event. You know, it should yep. be fun. Yeah, that, that's a cool lake. It's a, it's a mountain lake, deep, clear water, at least. It does have some muddy water, but it's uh, generally speaking, that's it. So we'll be watching. Uh, but, but I, I'd like to get to it. I know we we always bait our uh, our guys, our viewers, and and make them uh, wait like way too long to make our announcement. So uh, <laughs> we've uh, I, we have a big announcement, and one of the things that we do at BashU is I always want to try to get with groups that help us take care of our subscribers, uh, and that's what we want to do. The guys that are part of our program. Uh, we want to try to give them great benefits like we do with the Rapala VIP program where they can get Rapala and Storm and VMC stuff uh, at, a, at a great uh, discount price. And, and, um, and we'd like to try to do whatever we can to try to support the guys that are part of the Bashu team. And, and that's what may bring, brings me a lot of enthusiasm because we're partnered with a company, same company that you've been working with for a few years. And I'm really excited that we're going to be able to bring uh, great opportunities, uh, you know, great things for our subscribers at Bash University because it's a great company. And uh, you've been working with them for a while. So I'm going to let you announce the company that Bash University is going to be working with for the next several years uh, for our subscribers, really. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, I mean, I, man, I feel honored uh, to to do this just because I know how how awesome of a partner it's going to be for you guys, and and uh, because it's been an awesome partner for me, and uh, and and that company is it's a it's a retailer, and it is Tackle Direct. It's actually home based right right in South Jersey, and um, the cool thing about that company is it's a bunch of fishermen, and they have a massive retail center right there right there in south jersey but not to mention they have a they have a very very good online presence um you know they started actually in the saltwater side and and they're your 900 pound gorilla on the saltwater side when it comes down to retail but over the last six seven years they've really started to push a lot of efforts to the freshwater side you know hence this partnership um, and, and since then, man, it's like every single year, they're just growing more and more and more. And, um, the cool thing about tackle direct is, is, um, is they're, they're down with getting creative, right? So it's going to be a per perfect partnership for Bass University. Uh, we're excited about this, uh, tackle direct. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Uh, excited about working with you. Uh, and you know, now, right now for all of our subscribers, if you haven't checked the email, go check it out. Because you got a fifteen percent off this discount across the board. Fifteen percent, uh, most everything at uh, Tackle Direct. So, uh, that's, so that's go, huge, go check Pete. it out. Yeah. Go check your go check your uh, check your emails. We put that out a little bit early, so some of you guys may have seen it before we can even get <laughs> to the announcement. And that's just that's just one of the many benefits that we're going to be bringing uh, to you guys. We look we, we're looking forward to offering some monthly uh, specials, some really cool stuff. Uh, that we're going to be able to provide to you guys. A lot of which is, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about on Bass University is going to be readily available 
right over there on Tackle Direct just about as soon as our seminars hit. So if there's baits or colors or, or something that guys like Adrian are talking about, you're going to be able to right away be able to access them and pick them up through uh, through Tackle Direct. But Adrian, one of the things that, and, and it really is important to me, was their amazing customer service because uh, they're the best at it. Um, you were telling me a story where they were they were tracking a package. They they made sure the package got to you no matter where you went. But they're notorious for yeah. amazing customer service. Yeah, the cool thing about Tackle Direct is they literally have a bunch of people right there at the office. Well, now they're actually probably working remote, but are simply just answering the phone, answering phone calls. And so if you got a question about a product or when it's going to become available, or if you're simply just, you know, in the market for something, but you don't know exactly which way to go, they've got a bunch of experienced people that are answering them phones and they're there to assist you. You know, so that's definitely that's definitely one of the biggest things that Tackle Direct has to offer is their customer service. Um, not to mention, I mean, it seems like to me like everything is always shipped extremely fast. They're definitely a, a stocked retailer. You know, I mean, you see a lot of a lot of these, uh, you know, retail outlets or, or even if you go to, you know, a store anywhere. I mean, even through these hard times, it seems like they always have the pegs full. You know, and 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 they always strive to get to get stuff in stock when, when nobody else is. So, um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a it's been an awesome partnership. And for you guys that are watching it, that do a little saltwater fishing, I'm sure you've probably ordered stuff from them in the past. But uh, again, man, they they've got a ton of freshwater stuff, and and we're adding we're adding more stuff every single every single month. And, uh, and we're not stopping, you know, we're, we're going to get ahead and we're going to try to make this the biggest and baddest retail, you know, online website that you can go to. And, uh, the cool thing for you guys that are watching this, you guys are going to benefit from that. Absolutely. And, and we got, we've got a lot of things we're really excited about, uh, working on and, uh, we'll re be releasing that stuff here on Bashy Live. So keep an eye on your email guys. And if you haven't subscribed to Batch University, for crying out loud, get over there and get subscribed <laughs> right now and take the trial and and get your get your cool discount. Get, you know, get used to Tackle Direct. It's an amazing tackle retailer, tremendous customer service. Uh, the stock is really strong, and I love that about it because um, I was actually watching some of the baits that were being used at, um, at the tournament down at Harris Chain the Bassmasters event and the tournament uh, that you guys are fishing down at Lake Fork. And I was able to pick up the baits like immediately that, uh, oh, that yeah. I wanted, I didn't have. And uh, you know, that hard to find in some other places. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited that their stock is there. Really excited to be, you know, part of the tackle direct family and glad to have them with Bash university. And, uh, and it, it, it's pretty awesome. And, and I love, they've been around a long time, guys, like, like Adrian said, they've been, uh, a multi-species type company for quite a long time, been around for many, many years. Uh, so we're, we're excited to have them with Bash University. So look for a lot more stuff to come, including some greatness uh, down in Alabama from Mr. Adrian Avina. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it, Pete. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and you know as well as I do, man. I, it was funny, like literally just, just a few days ago, I was on their website just looking at a few different things, and I was getting ready to put in a tackle order, and I noticed 
there's Berkeley flatworms in stock. Ooh. Right? So for those guys, hey, I know you know the deal. Ooh. You might want to get ahead and stock up on them before the summer comes around. Yeah, they might be sold yep. out by the by the morning. <laughs> yep. I that's a fact. I know I that's not the only one I noticed. There's uh there's some flat side uh, crankbaits that you can't find anywhere. They're available. Uh, you know, some um some of the other brands, there was uh, uh, something used down at the Harris chain that uh, to the guys were using that that's pretty sold out. You'll have a hard time finding. They got it there, so uh, lot lot going on there uh, at Tackle Direct. So um, you know, get over there and just let me go first. The my question to you is, <laughs> Adrian, have they have they figured out yet? And I'm hoping they have. Can you call them prior to the tournament? And can they can they provide you with the lures that are going to win the tournament? Have have they figured that out yet? You know, unfortunately not. Uh, and 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 maybe it's because it's the angler over here that's throwing them, that's throwing them in the wrong spots. Man, they've definitely <laughs> shipped me a lot of stuff over the years, uh, right before the event. But apparently, I'm throwing them in the wrong places because it's it's been a long time coming since I won a tournament, but. Nah, man, it's, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, wherever I go, I can place an order and I know two, three days later, it's going to be at the door. And, and, and that's the biggest thing we want as anglers is we want stuff that's going to be, you know, be there on time. And, uh, we don't want to have to worry about it because you know, as well as I do, it's, uh, you know, you, you, you get these little, these little instincts, these, these things that tell you like, man, oh, I need, you know, I need a packet five inch black and blue generals and if you don't have them all of a sudden you're just in a bad mood because you don't have what you want to throw um so so having that package arrive on time all the time is, is a big deal and um you know I'm, I'm just i'm super excited that uh that you guys were able to make that partnership work and i'm looking forward to uh to, to seeing what we can do see if we can make this thing explode well we're, we're gonna do it i know our guys are uh are going to love it. So get over there. Go, like I said, go check your email and, uh, and, um, and, and get your coupon and let's, let's, uh, take a, take a look over at tackle direct. Let us know what you think. Let us know what, uh, you know, if you're, if you're going over there for the first time, uh, you know, let us know what your buying experience is like, cause we're going to continue to work with them and make it as, as good as we possibly can. Uh, but a Adrian, I'm looking over here at, uh, the bashu.tv and I remember, you teaching uh, out on the Delaware River, uh, uh, teaching about yeah. the Nico rig uh, a long time ago, but uh, maybe not that long ago, but that was the first time you've been on Bass UTV, and that, that was an amazing seminar because I, I, I still use the Nico rig. Like, it's you back then you were saying you've gone from the drop shot, and the Nico is like your deal um, back then. That was like, man, that must have been five or seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, for the for the people that are watching, uh, you know, here next week on on Smith Lake, you know, you're going to see a lot of that Nico style fishing for them spotted bass. Um, it's just yeah. it's just a really good presentation, man. And and I, I know uh, I know I can he throws it a lot. You know, a lot of your really good West Coast anglers, you know, they're the ones that really got you know ahead of the curve and start throwing it probably before anybody. But um, going back a little bit actually on, on what you what you said prior to this about you know having some of the customers uh to let us uh know exactly you know what their experience is like we want you guys to to give us some feedback 
the biggest thing with us is I, you know, I can go on there and I can order everything that I want, but if you're not seeing something that you guys need or that you guys buy on a regular basis, let Bass University know, let me know, because we can get that stuff stocked at Tackle Direct. Um, and, and cause we're trying to make it, you know, better and better every single time we go on there. So if you guys are seeing stuff that's maybe missing or there's some gaps that we need to, you know, fill, let us know, because that's definitely a big thing because we're in this together and we're trying to, we're, we're going to get ahead and try to make it good. Excellent. And we're certainly going to help that and all the stuff that we talk about at Bash TV. Uh, we're going to, we're going to work hard to, to get it on the shelves over at tackle direct if it's not already there it's probably already there so um but i appreciate you <laughs> i appreciate chance. you very much adrian i know uh it's it's been a long week and uh your signal held up which i'm most excited about uh <laughs> for this interview so it's awesome to have you with us buddy yeah you never know down here in texas but i appreciate it pete and you guys have a good night appreciate all you guys are watching and and uh and for the people that are watching, give Tackle Direct a shot, man. They're uh, they're an awesome company, awesome retailer, and uh, I look forward to look forward to watching some more of this stuff. Awesome, man. Well, we look forward to having you back at Bash U TV sometime soon, buddy. And we'll be pulling for you down at uh, Smith Lake in Alabama. And thanks again, man. Hope you have a great night, Adrian Avina. That's right. Thank you, man. The Jersey Appreciate boy. It. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh. We I get we got to get back out on Adrian's uh, saltwater boat, Riz. Yeah. Uh, we, we did a we did a salt I did a saltwater trip with him with a bunch of guys. Went out striper fishing off the Jersey Shore. Uh, was a blast catching some tog off of some shipwrecks out there. You know the most amazing thing, and I mean I I I, I wish I'd have said this when he was still on with us is I he he you know they have two big two boats. One of them was pretty big. I don't remember the length of it. But his ability to anchor that vessel and get it on top of the structure in waves, wind, current, I I mean, I was blown away. I mean, getting a giant boat to be able to ease back on top of a piece of habitat. I'm like, there's no way that I can compete with that guy trying to find a, 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 an isolated grass clump out on Lake Gunnersville. Yeah. You know? I'm, yeah, right. Um, the boat control is just absolutely amazing. The, the saltwater translation is a uh, is a big deal for sure. Yep, yeah, that that was a big deal. So, uh, but we got a really big deal coming up. Uh, one of our uh, another one of our Bashu uh, instructors has been us been with us since the beginning. Friend of mine, friend of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, so thrilled. Won his second elite tournament, and we're gonna we're gonna have him on the great John Cruz. We're gonna be talking about how he did it, how he went wire to wire. On a body of water that nobody can go wire to wire on, but he did it. He got the sure blue did. trophy. He, he sure did. And uh, we're going to have him on in just a few minutes, but we're going to take a quick commercial yep. break. So stay with us. Get your questions together for JC. Get signed up. That's right. And get your 15% off tackle direct. And what else you got? Riz? Big discounts. Big discounts. Yeah, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break here. Uh, hang with us when we come back. We're going to John Cruz, and we're bringing in our boy Greg De Palma as well. Um, guys, don't forget during tonight's show, uh, as always, we're doing some giveaways. We got two Gills Gear $25 gift cards we're going to be handing out. And we also got a grand prize going out the door, which is a $100 Bash University TV sponsor pack, as well as a Facebook like and share. So if you're watching over there on Facebook, like and share tonight's feed, and you'll be entered in for a $50 prize pack over there. 
but with no further ado, we're going to hit this quick commercial break, and then we're going to get to the champ champ, John Cruz. Yes, sir. Be right back. Aquaview, the leader in underwater viewing technology. Find what you are looking for. Catch more fish. Have more fun. Aquaview, seeing is believing. Why do you love catching fishing rods? I'm truly losing less fish. Is the sensitivity of the rod. That's made right here in North Carolina in the USA. Strongest, lightest rod, 100% made here in Sanford, North Carolina. From the drop shot rod to the flipping stick. Every rod has a purpose to it, and I rely on them all the time when I'm out doing a tournament. Durability in the John Cruz Worming Series, the counterbalancing in the handle. It's the only rod i found that can withstand my hook set. Boom, goes the dynamite. obsessed. There's no place on earth we'd rather be than right here, right now. Performance-driven gear, so you can fish longer, harder. Gills Performance Fishing. When it was a long time ago, just the fish, the fish size seems to have gotten smaller. And we're back with that <laughs> And we're back. Welcome. We always have we always have a behind the scenes show on, on our commercial breaks, and they're always awesome. It's the podcast amongst the podcast. That's right. We need to record the the the, the commercial breaks. They're uh, they're great stuff. But uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, thrilled to have you with us. We're thrilled because it's one of uh, Bash University's uh, you know own. Been with us since forever, and uh, and got a second blue trophy. And we're also joined. By Greg Pommel, that one of another one of ours. Uh, great to have him with us tonight. Let's all welcome the great, the champ, John Cruz. Yeah, hey. champ, champ. <laughs> John, man, th thank you so much, man. I appreciate you coming and hanging out with us tonight. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Man, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I just, you know, you guys are family and. Yeah, you and Mike have been like family for a long time, and um, I just appreciate everything you guys do. I mean, you know, Greg and I were doing uh, seminars together uh, here, what, last month, right, Greg? Something like that? Yeah. Yes, we were. Nice. That's, yep, that's, yeah. that's right. You were. And, and speaking of that, I want to show you a little clip, and uh, let's see if we can – I don't know if you guys can see that. We can. But that's, that's Bass University. This is 2012. Wow. And who's up who's up at the top of that that board? 
of course, we see John Cruz is there. You're one of our <laughs> one of our guys. You have been forever because oh, uh, you're a super talented angler. And uh, who else? Cool, who man. else do we got there? We got, you're in. Look at look at this murderer's row that you're you're <laughs> part of, John. We got Grigsby, Ish. Uh, of course, the great Pete Gluzak that we all know and love. Uh, the Dean, uh, yeah. <laughs> McClellan, Ike, um, Randy Howe, uh, Elias, Gary Klein, all, and of course, John Cruz. So I, that was really cool. That's I, cool I, I saw that sitting up there and I'm like, oh man, John, John, you've been working with us and, and been family for such a long time. So it's, it is a thrill to hold that trophy. I don't know if you could hear, but we were screaming for you at the way. Oh man. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing. I've been really really humbled by all the all the support and the congratulations that I've gotten from I mean like you know friends and family but dude, I mean like I was at my my 10 year old daughter's rec basketball game last night and one of the refs came over and was like hey you know congratulations man uh, I'm like I, I barely know this dude <laughs> uh, it's just cool this to see that kind of stuff and that kind of support for you know representing your hometown and um, you know it just I don't know. It fires me up to try to do it again. Well, you're you're an easy guy to root for, um, it, except for one thing, um, which which I take you know uh, I take claws with because it it's frustrating. But the, yeah, when you held up the blue trophy out on the delta, um, uh-huh. you look exactly the same. <laughs> you 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 have actually tough. That was we a photo Travis I, Manson being a vampire, but you have not <laughs> aged one one bit, man. That's amazing. Oh man, sometimes I sometimes I feel like I haven't aged, and then sometimes I absolutely feel like I've aged. I definitely can't see up close near as well as I used to be. I, <laughs> I don't have my glasses on, or I would look just like you, Pete. I wear them all day at the office, um, so I just see a I see a fuzzy Pete right now on my um, phone here. <laughs> well that's inevitable it doesn't it doesn't show it's uh it's amazing and uh and i know uh at gdp you've had a great florida run and uh and, i mean that's got to be it. what was the experience going through all that and uh getting getting through the first tournament and seeing john win well you know to be honest with you so day three i stood in line with john cruz and i told john i said listen I said, I have all these guys here. I want you to win. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> listen, he did. listen, yeah. this is, the, this is the truth. I mean, there's a lot of guys we fish against, but I'm not just saying this because John's on there, but John is the most genuine guy out of all 94 period. That is the absolute truth. The pros. So pro. I, I appreciate that, Greg. And, and John, um, you know, Greg, I met, I met Greg. I don't know if we've ever told this. I met Greg a number of years ago. Um, when we fished on the Delaware, the one that my, it was the Mike Iconelli donation tournament. Um, <laughs> and, and I was, I, I feel like the middle part of the river I was good with. Um, but there was that, I can't even remember the name of the river way down South. Greg, help me out. Well, uh, raccoon. Yes. No, 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 no. Way down. South. Oldman's. The one that was like a ridiculous run to get down to. You went out oh, with me on the uh, Mars river. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he went out with me to kind of give me yeah. a little heads up on like where because it's a big river, you know, and I didn't know where to start. You're like, yeah, sure, I'll go out with you. So we went out <laughs> and just shot the shit and, um, you know, just got to know each other. And uh, I just I don't know. I just I thought you were like a really good person. And I just I enjoyed that. And 
like you're exactly the same then as you are as elite series angler greg de palma so that's that's cool and i appreciate the compliment and it's uh goes right back at you buddy thank you i appreciate that i really do man that, that's great and i i really respect and admire that except for the fact that gdp showed you the maurice river you know come yeah. on greg he didn't, he didn't I, go, I, never, I, I didn't make the run i didn't make the <laughs> run but we uh we had uh we, we ripped on a couple, if I remember, but we didn't uh, we didn't torch them. Yeah, well, you know, for that tournament, if you would have made that run, because you, you made top 10, how far were you behind yeah. Mike in that tournament? Do you remember? I think about a mile and a half, I think is technically what it was. Uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a pretty insurmountable uh, amount of weight. Um, okay. So I, I, I went, I did, I went on the last day, you're right, I went to the raccoon where um, uh, Scott Rook had been fishing. And I finished in there for about 10 minutes and I was like, you know what? I don't even feel good about this. So then I just, I just left and I ended up catching a couple keepers and I actually caught more than Scott Rook, which was cool because he tried to run me out of the whole entire raccoon Creek river or whatever. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> he did. He pulled that like a Tommy Biffle on you. Like I own everything. He absolutely so... did. He did. <laughs> From where said, George said, Washington he, he crossed said, Delaware till, you know, he started South yelling Florida. at me. He said, you haven't been here the whole day. You're going to screw me up. And I said, oh. you had many of the whole tournament. And I was like, I know the tide hasn't been right until now, buddy. I, I was just waiting for the tide to get right. I said, where are you fishing at? I'll stay out of that way. I'll stay out of your way. I'll just fish wherever you're not. He says, I'm fishing the whole thing. <laughs> That's I'm a big creek. That's what he said. He told me, I'm fishing the whole creek. Like I was like, wait, if you're fishing from the mouth to the all the way to the back? He said, yes. I was like, all right, that's cool. And uh, And then I told him, at the weigh-in, I went over and talked to him face-to-face, -face, and I said, dude, I'm never going to screw uh, purposely screw over anybody. And I said, as long as you've known me, I think you would know that, uh, Scott. And I was like, if, like, next time that you're mad at me, like, come talk to me, and we'll, like, we'll work it out on the water. Like, don't start yelling at me, man. That was just – it was just unprofessional. And, uh, you know, I think you once know, he started into it, he realized that I was not going to screw him over. Like, like what, what was the point of me trying to screw him over, you know? Yeah. Well, I wanna, to get wanna, to that creek, you got to run, like, you know, 40 miles out of your way. It's not like, you know, you accidentally stumbled onto that spot, you know? Right. Well, it's not like it, it, no, it's not like nobody else was fishing in there either. He just kind of had it. He, he had whatever bite it was figured out, you know, good for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to comment on this because... I feel like now this is my fourth season. I've only had a run in one time so far. Um, but besides that, I will say this. At this level, the stress level is very, very high. I, yeah. think it gets, I think it gets the best of most of the guys on the water, to be honest with you. But, like, you know, if you have a bad day one, day two, you're probably not going back to where you didn't catch them at. So, like, right. these guys need to understand that, you know, you're going to repractice all over again in the tournament if you're there, I'm sorry. You know, it's like, it's so weird. I don't get it. Like I see guys in the water and they come in. I'm like, Oh, okay. I don't know in the water. You know, it's, it's just so weird to me. It's, it's, um, yeah. I mean, you, 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 you know, in four years, you've seen it now. Uh, people are, are amazed. And I hear the comment from a lot of marshals. Say, Man, you guys, you guys talk on the water a lot more than I've ever seen other anglers. And, and I, and we do, you know, like when we roll into the same areas, like, Hey man, have you been in here? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I fished in here yesterday. All right, cool. We're, 
is there anything you want to kind of like, you know, stake out or claim? Like, oh yeah, like from here to that little point right up there, that's kind of my main stretch. Cool, man, I'll stay off of it, no problem. And that happens normally. That's what normally happens, and people are blown away by it. But you know, just like just like you and I, Greg, man, most of these dudes on tour, we get to know them over the course of you know, one, two, three, or even 10 or 15 years, we get to know them. We get to know their kids. Like I know Bill Lowen. I watched his kids grow up and I know his wife and she's super nice. And she's friends with my wife. And like, I see Billy on the water. I'm like, yo, Bill, what's up, man? Hey, where are you fishing at? Oh, I'm fishing this ditch line right here. All right, cool. You mind if I fish that bank? Yeah, no problem, buddy. See ya. And then the marshals are like, how did you do that? And we're like, man, I know this, I know this dude's whole family and he knows mine. It, it's just, uh, it, I guess some people are kind of surprised by it. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's great that you guys do it because we we've talked about this. Uh, Ike and I have talked about it a lot, and and uh, it, it, communication is the critical component. You know, like when exactly. you're running in when you're yes. running into that problem, you know, you don't start like you said screaming and hollering. The best thing to do is just try to work it out. Most times, you can find a simple resolution. You know, it's Absolutely. like okay, hey dude, I'm I'm fishing the outside grass edge, so I don't care if you fish the docks. You know, we can we right. can work it out, you know, but it, you just got to keep a cool head and just open a dialogue. It's it's really cool. It seems like the elites of today are uh, far advanced in that arena compared to, you know, some of the fisticuffs that we've seen in the past. So credit to you guys. Yeah. 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 Give it 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, no, got, no, we got a good group. Of, we got a good group of anglers on the elites right now. And I think. Um, I mean, like we, you know, I fished in that that mess down there at Harris Chain, and you know, it was thirty boats out there in about a mile stretch, and we were fishing. I was fishing around Mike and you know a bunch of other guys, and everybody else. Everybody seemed to be cool, and you know, I mean, like the third day or second day, I rolled in there, and Hanselman was leading or second or something, and like he was sitting right where I'd started the first day, and I I just rolled up to him, I'm like, where you want to fish at, Ray? He's like, man, I want just, I want just go kind of like that way. I was like, all right, well, I'll just kind of venture around this way, and, and then I'll swing around and hit what I want. He's like, all right, cool. You know, he just like that was it. It was the extent of it. You know, there's no confrontation. Whatever, it's fine. Worked out. Man, that's pretty awesome. And he, you, and he destroyed that, me in that tournament, by the way. Yeah, that that they call they were calling it Party Cove, and uh, you know, um, yeah, it, half the field was in that area. And uh, you you guys were able to work around each other. That, that that's pretty cool, man. That that that's pretty fun. You know, it's not been like that always in the past. That's right. Yeah. But uh, you um well let let's go let's leave the Harris chain alone. Okay. Because you let's crushed it. it. You crushed it on the St. John's, and you did something that no angler has ever done before on the St. John's. You went wire to wire. Because it's such a, a diverse and complex fishery with the tides, with the, you know, the lock in the rodman, with the, 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 then, the grass disappearing. Uh, and you got the big, you got the big bag factor, which happens on the St. John's too. You got that big bag mm -hmm. factor where dudes come out of nowhere and drop that big bag and take the lead, which Downey almost did on me on that last day. I, you know, I credit you for this, John, because I've faltered on this in the past is you came out of the gate with a monster 28-pound stringer. And um, you almost feel like you have to do it again. But you you just stayed the course, man. You came in 
and uh, I don't want to call it laying up, but you you fished within the, the, the means of the river and, and caught steady stringers and, and held off anybody that could come and catch it. That, that's a hard thing to do mentally. It's a hard thing to do physically, but uh, that, that was a great thing, you know, to yeah, get so, your heavy lifting done earlier and stay with you. I didn't have any idea I would be able to catch 28 pounds. The eight pounder that I caught really kind of kicked it up a notch to where it was like a, an impressive bag to a really impressive bag. But the, um, in practice, we had some colder conditions and, and I figured that those fish were going to move out a little bit deeper. So on the second day of practice, it was colder. I put in at Rodman and went out there and, and started practicing and it, like the, like the third or fourth kind of thing, let's say that I was trying uh, it just started clicking and, and I started, I started catching them and I was catching them, but it was, it was windy, a little windy. It was overcast and it was spitting rain most of the day. And I ended up like the drop shot was unbelievably effective. And so I started catching them, you know, it's like 12 to 25 feet of water on a drop shot. And I probably had something like a mid to high teen bag. Uh, looking back on it, it seemed like every place that I had stopped that had the right ingredients I caught a three to four pounder, you know, I'd catch small ones mixed in, but then I would catch a three to four pounder and I'd say, I said, all right, moving on. And I'd move on. So I found a handful of places that all kind of had the same description of, of the same type of cover. And then I just kept trying to replicate it. I found maybe half a dozen places like that. And and I felt like that was going to be good the first and maybe be, maybe the second day but I felt like that was going to peter out and, and it sure did. It did. And once it warmed up, I felt like those fish were going to come up out of that deep water and start venturing around in the flats, start moving towards the uh, bank. Um, I mean, if most people, I don't know if they realize or not, like one day those fish will be in 20 feet of water. Once it warms up, dude, those fish might move 200 yards and be in two feet of water, just sunning themselves, getting ready to spawn. And, and it can happen that fast. And I, I knew that I knew that might happen. And that is exactly what happened. Those fish, they left out of that. The second day I went back uh, up there to Rodman, I caught a limit. It took me longer, and I only had one I had one four-pounder, and then I had four rats uh, that that second day. And I said, yep, this, this deal is dying. Uh, I left from there. Mm-hmm. I locked back down to the river and ended up um, catching three real quality, like three-and-a-half to four-pounders. That's what gave me that 17 pound bag the uh, the third day or the second day, excuse me, and I uh, kept me in the lead. It actually gave me a 10 pound lead, believe it or not, because everybody was you know kind of mixing it up so much with big weights, no weights, uh, and then and then that third day proved to be even tougher for me because it was uh, I went to the deep stuff just to check it to make sure they didn't kind of come back or something, and I, all I, I spent all of about 45 minutes on like three good stretches, never had a bite. I was like, yep, we're out. Uh, I'm done, done with this. I ran um, to another area and was trying to catch him jerking. Couldn't get, couldn't get that going. Um, I told my, I told my partner, I said, man, let's, I had one fish at the time. I think it was like 12 o'clock. I said, man, let's go to these shallow fish. I know I can at least catch a small limit there. I found it late the last day of practice. I went over there. I looked and saw a pad clump out in front of this area where I was going to fish. I flipped that missile baits quiver over there and cracked him. I, I thought that I brought my missile baits quiver to show off, but I did not. I, uh, <laughs> I brought a speed worm because it, it, I just 
I, I, my eyes are bad. I mentioned that earlier. Um, <laughs> but I caught, I caught that six pounder on a June bug colored quiver. And, and then I mm. proceeded to catch that small limit that I thought I was going to be able to catch. And that's what gave me that 13 pounds that I caught on the third day to kind of retain, retain the lead. Uh, but then the last day we had that overcast rain conditions come in, uh, picked up the old, the old white chatterbait, picked up the old white chatterbait. And then mm-hmm. I actually changed out the D bomb that I had on there to the, the shockwave 3.5. I like that little shockwave on there when I want a more erratic action from the chatterbait. Like when I'm reeling the chatterbait and I want it to really jump around and get erratic, yeah. and trigger those uh, reaction bites. I go with that little smaller, little bit slimmer design on that shockwave and it really that was the deal on that last day i caught a limit which was about 16 pounds uh in the first couple hours on that white chatterbait uh, ended up locking up to rodman ran around didn't do anything running back to the lock and we had some rain and wind come in and i said man when that stuff happens in florida you better pick up a spinnerbait and cover some water i picked up the spinnerbait by the third cast i catch one almost three pounds called up to which what was later 17 pounds i lost another one and then the rain and wind quit and um and i never i never caught another fish to to call the rest of the day but luckily it was enough wow that that gdp that's adjusting the conditions man that that's impossible to do that is in florida it's probably the hardest place to do that at to be honest with you because it changes like that down there Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, in that last day, the last day of the tournament, the first couple hours we had overcast, dark skies, and some light rain. The later it it got calm and it was sunny and slick, and then a little bit later we the wind kicked up, so then we had sun and wind, and then a little bit later like this little rain squall came through and it got dark again and started raining with that with all that wind. That's when I picked up that spinnerbait. Then after that rain went through, it went back to sunny and calm again. I mean, it was it was it was a crazy weather day. I, I kept trying to adjust, and I would have I would have felt like the absolute most genius dude ever uh, that last day. And it, I'm sure Greg, you understand this, and you guys, if it, like Pete, you y- y'all y'all fish the Delaware. Uh, I went I went shallow into a canal when because when we later in the day we had a high tide. Uh, the water was up, so I went back in this canal, and I'm like, dude, I'm picking up a frog, dude, high tide, frog fishing, and back in this canal, um, and I felt, I was like, dude, I'm going to get wrecked back in here, and so sure enough, this dude that looked like he lived on his boat, looked, you know, it's kind of like Van in the River kind of guy, uh, Van, uh, Van on, down by the river kind of guy, he he uh, he came out and was like, yeah, my buddy caught a nine over here and a five over here just yesterday, uh, they're in here, I'm like, dude, don't tell me anymore, I understand, I've caught fish out of here before, uh, and and so I just knew, I was like, man, it's going to go down, and then I, I never caught one, so I was almost disappointed uh, until I came back and checked Bass Track, and I was like, oh, it's going to be close. That that was it was all you know it was similar, John. We were I didn't know I don't think you knew this, but we were experiencing the same uh, kind of adjustments because we were at the Bash University tent on uh, at the weigh-in, and when the storms came through, we had to like we had to cover up, we had to hide our computers, yep. and and we found out that the Florida people were just like the Florida bass. Like when, when it got real nasty like that, we didn't see any customers, but then when the sun came out, we adjusted 
Yeah. And we brought our computers back out and we took our jackets off and then we started talking to customers again, you know? I see what you did, Pete. That's that's yeah. uh, that's, that's adapting to the conditions it was, and uh, tip of the cap, sir. It's amazing. You know, how, you know how like you see you can kind of some days you see the fish like they're just making their way up to the bank. That's what exactly what happened with all the people at the weigh-in. Like <laughs> the sun broke through and they just kind of eased back into the yeah. area. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. They that's started awesome. looking. They started looking for a good spot. Yeah, you know, an empty seat. You know, they went over there. It was, it was, it was so funny. Let me, it was, let me give you one more, let me give you one more little sneak peek before I, uh, before I roll out. But, um, this is a little color sample of a project we've got coming. And if it kind of looks like it's made like something you've ever, you've seen before, you're probably right. My favorite but color. This, this color right here is called John's Juice, and it's a, um, it was a color sample that we had made uh, with a little collaboration uh, with this, another company that we, of a project we've got coming out for a new worm in, um, in probably coming out in like May time frame is what it's looking like. Uh, everything is coming together. All of the color samples look off the chart. All the, all the color samples are uh, like custom stuff that we've done. Uh, with this other company they don't have anything like it color wise but we're doing a different shape than they have a totally new shape they're finishing up the molds here very soon um and i'm i'm super pumped about this i i was kind of excited about it but the guys in the office they have gone crazy everybody in the missile baits office they fish do they have gone crazy over these color samples and they're just killing me to get this new this new bait pretty cool it it looks like a laminate or a multicolor pour. Is that what you got going on there? It is definitely a hand pour. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a collaboration with Rabo Worm. I'll tell you, it's that's who that's who's going to be making this this worm for us. Uh, but like I said, it's a totally new. It's a design. It's not one of their worms, but they're mm -hmm. going to be making it for missile baits, and so that'll be coming out in um, probably in the May time frame. All right. We're, we will have them on the shelves at Tackle Direct, like immediately. We'll 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 get a pre-order in for you. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I th once we uh, once we get the actual samples to start showing, I think it's going to be. Uh, um, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. All right. It, it it's a swim bait, right? Is, is it a big swim bait you're going with? It is no, it no, 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 no. It's not a swim bait. It's 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 a worm. It's a straight worm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got a question for you, John. Yeah. What were your last four finishes on the St. John's since 2019? Um, first, 64th, second, and fifth. Oh, very smokes. Very impressive. Yeah. I knew I knew I knew it was something good, but I, I forgot it was that good. That's what I'm saying. You got something figured out down there, John, for sure. I'm I'm blaming the 64th place finish on COVID because <laughs> uh, I had I had COVID like two weeks before we fished that that first that tournament at uh, last year at the St. John's, and I I still felt like ass in practice. And the uh, the I'm telling you this the Florida sun for three days made me feel. I woke up the third day of practice and I'm like, dude, I feel a lot better. Yeah. And then I woke up and then I woke up the next day, the off day we had, I woke up, felt like a million bucks. Yeah. And, uh, 
it was like i was i was like i'm cured i'm done i'm yeah. better uh finally sun cure uh, so uh and then i woke up i'm like i don't know what i'm doing in this tournament yes because <laughs> <laughs> i just felt terrible in practice and i couldn't put anything together i couldn't even think straight much less early uh early stay awake but uh uh that was my excuse but it's it's really no excuse i mean uh, i still had some opportunities to do to do real well and just yeah, I just missed it a little bit. Just kind of like I did the Harris Chain last week. I just, I, I was close to it, but I just missed it a little bit. John, where so, are you at? Like when you when you're coming into a tournament like the St. John's and like like where where are you at in like that headspace? Because you obviously have had like such a good track record. Like coming into the St. John's rather than a lake that either you've never been to or your results haven't been that great. Like do you like do you just go in feeling like you know you're going to catch them or like where are you at with that? Um, when you, whenever you go to a place that you've had success, it is 100% a monster trap to go out and just try to do the same thing that you did the last time you went. Right. And then you go out and try to duplicate the success you had in the past and, and you suck. And then you're screwed because then you really never thought about what the fish were going to be doing. You never thought about, um, my daughter's going to bed, so I'm gonna give her a hug. Uh, you never thought about what the fish were doing or what the fish should be doing. You were just trying to do, you know, replicate success in the past. All right, love you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Good night. Good night, sweetie. And so what I did this year is that I, the first day of practice, I went way down south to where I'd never even been before, and I stunk the joint up. So then I went to Rodman, which is another place I'd never been before. And had some success. So then I put together the Rodman deal plus what I already kind of knew on the river. I never even practiced on the river proper, like the where I ended up fishing half the tournament. I never actually practiced there. I just I just went fishing. And if I didn't get bit, I'm like, well, this sucks. I'm going to go somewhere else. You know, I, I wasn't trying to replicate anything in practice. I was trying to just fish the current conditions. And so that's that's really kind of how that played out. Now I was joking. I've joked, but I'm dead serious. Um, I kind of wish Greg wouldn't hear this, but I'm going to, um, like if we get, when we, if we go back to Palatka next year or the year after or the year after, I'm probably going to fish from Palatka North because I've never been there. I mean, like my boat drifted North of the Palatka bridge one time. And I think that's about the extent of me ever going North of the Palatka bridge. So I think I might just fish that section because I've never fished it before and just try to keep it new and figure out what the fish are doing at that particular time. Uh, you know, like, and then if all, all goes South, then I could just go, go back to, to kind of to what I know and try to, you know, get something going during the tournament. Well, keep doing what you're doing. That strategy is interesting and, and scary at the same time. But uh, I know a lot of guys are, you know, they admire this great win. Uh, we got, bass university fish heads i know they've got questions for john so alex let me throw it to you for some of our im questions yeah absolutely pete <clears throat> excuse me we've had a lot of great questions coming in both on youtube and over on the message board and john this first one's going to come to you from dave carroll and dave you're going to win a 25 dollars gills gear gift card for this question so send in your email we'll get you hooked up with that but what dave wants to know is how important is your physical fitness to your ability to stay out there and fish all day in the water and succeed at the highest level of tournament fishing john uh, i think it's i think it's real important i i you know, what a lot of people have to realize is fishing is an endurance sport. Uh, so you kind of have to prepare. I mean, I love lifting weights and grunting and trying to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, which I'll never do. Um, but 
uh, I like doing those kind of workouts, but at the same time, I'm conscious that fishing is an endurance sport. You have to be durable and you have to have good endurance. So having a, um, you know, for me, it, tr trying to find the right optimal body weight, you know, not uh, for me to, to be able to have that endurance is, is key. And um, that's part of it. But part of it is the, like, I, I do a lot of uh, off season, pretty much all year. I do a lot of uh, wrist exercises. I have a whole routine. There's a, there's a video on my YouTube page about it, about how I, you know, try to prevent tendonitis. I mean, that's a, that's a big factor. Uh, yeah. A lot of anglers deal with it. I mean, mm -hmm. probably 70, 80% of the anglers on tour that I know of have had major issues with tendonitis. Um, uh, and I've been fishing professionally over 20 years. I've never had that issue. Um, and, and I think, you know, just trying to do some prevention ahead of time is, is much more valuable than getting it and then trying to cure it, you know? Uh, so that, and I think that kind of mentality going into, you know, I do a lot of jump rope. I think jump rope kind of stim stimulates a lot of the same things that you, you do when you're on the trolling motor. Um, so I do a fair amount of jump rope, like every, every workout. Um, there's certain things that I do that I think have applications towards the fishing. And then the, the other big factor for me is that um, going out there and fishing all day, it breaks down your body. It's tough on your body. And then you sleep at night and then you turn around and got to do it again. So when you sleep at night, that's when you recover. And that's when you're trying to get back to where you were before so that you can do it again. Uh, when you work out, your body is breaking down and then your body is recovering that night, the next day. So if you get your body into uh, accustomed to being broken down and then recovering quickly, then you will be able to, to fish, you know, days and days and days. And, and then it's not as tough physically on you so that you can keep your mental focus a lot better. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It's hard to focus on fishing when you're more worried about your elbows and your wrists. So great question, Dave. Thanks for sitting on yeah. in. And John, I'll give you a second one here from Jeremiah. And he talked about it a little bit earlier, but he's curious. Do you have you rig when you're rigging the D bomb on the chatterbait, do you ever rig that horizontal rather than vertical when you're rigging it up on there? Um, if I want to, if I want to keep the, if I want to keep the chatterbait as high as possible, I'll turn it sideways so that it creates more resistance for sinking. Uh, and, and it still, it has, still has good kick on it, but if I want to keep, if I want the bait to get down in the water column or I want it to sink a little bit faster, then I'll turn it upright to where it's more like a fish. Uh, if that, if that makes sense. So yeah, I, I will rig it both ways. And I usually go to the D bomb when I want that big profile. If I want more of an erratic action, I go to the shockwave. If I want more of a big profile, it's not going to be as, you know, as uh, wild, then I'll kind of tone down the action a little bit with that big D bomb on it. Oh. Absolutely. Pete, go ahead, Pete. No, no, I was just going to uh, – You back to the, the fitness thing. Do you do anything like sleep? I noticed as I get older, uh, sleep is a priority, and I have it, it, it's challenging. Do you, do you do like meditation? Do you do anything to, uh, to, to help you with the sleep and recovery period? Yeah, so, yeah, you're, you hit the nail on the head. Sleep is the recovery period, and uh, if you don't get enough of it, then you're not going to recover fully. So you're mm -hmm. you're you're right. Every night before I go to bed, I do you know five minutes or so of stretching. There's all kind of research that shows uh, stretching before you before you go to bed increases your circulation, and lets you sleep better. But I I do that on a daily basis, like every single night, and and I think that part helps as well. And and um, you know if you don't 
if you're having a tough time sleeping, you know, people, you know, you can try melatonin and some different things like that. So it, sometimes that works for some people. Sometimes it, you know, it's perfectly safe and it doesn't work for others. But uh, I, I, so I occasionally use melatonin, but not not very often. But I will tell you one quick thing um, before before we go. Um, the the after the second night of the tournament, I had a ten pound lead. I didn't sleep worth a crap that <laughs> night. And it was not because I wasn't tired because I was totally exhausted. It wasn't because I was paranoid that I was not going to win the tournament. I had like this weird eerie feeling that I was going to win the tournament, but in my mind was racing because I couldn't stop thinking about different ways because mm-hmm. I knew the bite I was on was changing and I knew I was going to have to come up with more options so i was thinking about every other place that i'd ever caught one on the st john's hey would this area be good would that area be good maybe i'll go and throw a drop shot maybe i'll throw this there that there i'll crank this point like dude i was thinking of everything and my i I slept for about three hours that night and then the rest of the night i was i was worthless i was just standing up i tried everything um it, it just didn't it didn't work i you know ed uh, my roommate got up to go to the bathroom one time. He said, dude, what, what were you doing with your light on at two 30 in the morning? I was like, I was up. He's like, what do you mean you were up? I was like, I stayed up from then till he's like, dude, how did you function the next day? I was like, I don't know, man. I just, I guess. And then, and it finally caught up to me the next night. Cause after the, after day three, I was like a baby before, uh, day four. And I think that was just kind of the exhaustion of not sleeping. Less than before. <laughs> I tell you that it's uh you know the the few tournaments that I've won that's the one thing in common and I've started to recognize it if you're not sleeping a wink if you're up all night you're you're yeah. probably going to win that tournament. <laughs> it could, yeah that I think that could uh it depends on what you're not sleeping for uh if you're not sleeping <laughs> because you're excited that can be a good thing. <laughs> yeah and that's that's usually that's usually the case it's like your your brain's like it, it's just won't stop yeah so, uh, yeah it's it's great stuff alex you got another question for john yeah john we've got a lot of questions about the classic obviously that's coming up at the end of next week how are you feeling going into that obviously it's got to feel great coming in off the win but hartwell's def- hartwell's definitely a lake you've been to before are you excited to be there are you a little nervous for what the bite might be like what's your general vibe heading into the classic next week I'm excited that it's not going to be in the twenties any morning. Um, that's, that's priority number one for me. Uh, it's not going to be bone cold just because so, I don't have to, um, have my hands get all jacked up. Uh, but outside of that, I'm really excited about it. I've kind of got a little bit different strategy that I'm going to try for this coming classic. Uh, and it's something that I've tried in a, in a, in a tournament last year. Around the same time, it was it's more of a practice strategy that not not like I'm going to go throw a you know Carolina rigged buzz bait or something. Um, it's more like I'm going to try something a little bit different in practice that not from a normal tournament. I tried it last year in a tournament and I had a top ten, uh, so I'm going to try it again and see see if it works. Um, it's similar type of lake, similar time of year. Um, we'll see if it works. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully that'll uh, that'll pay some dividends. Absolutely. Well, John, I know you're on if BTL works, this we'll morning. We'll talk about it on BASU afterwards. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I know you were on BTL this morning, but if you win the Classic on a Carolina rig buzz bait, you might draw Jeffries right back out of retirement and into the host chair. That's about his two favorite yes, techniques right there. I probably there. would. I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and then I'll throw you one more, John. Uh, Patrick Loudon had a good question about shad imitation baits. He kind of kind of sparked my eye too when you hooked up that chatterbait earlier. It had sort of a pearl, you know, the shockwave on there. When are you going to a more of a translucent or more of a clear shad imitation style bait over that pearl in, in situations like that? It's all about the light conditions. Um, it, whenever it's low light, I like white. Um, when we get more of like a little bit brighter, maybe have some clouds still. I'll go to more like a translucent type shad color. And then if we've got bright, sunnier skies, I like dark colors at that point, you know, green pumpkin or black and blue, kind of depending on the water clarity and, and, and what your, you know, the type of water, whether it's black water, like you had in St. John's river, or if you have more green water, like you have uh, on, on some of the Delaware places like that, then I'll probably go to more of a green pumpkin, kind of match the water, you know, be more, more natural. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, you know, you you brought up the Carolina rig because it's all it's it's on my top hit list here, uh, guys. The you know, buddy won with a Carolina rig. I mean, my gosh, he brought he brought that back from the dead. GDP, you just gave a seminar on it because near and dear to your heart, Pete. Uh, it dude, the, it's it's the greatest. It's one of the greatest winningest uh, techniques in the world. What do you think of? That coming out of the woodwork and winning uh, last week. Either one of you guys can take that question. I rode, I rode one. I rode one around in my boat. Like it stayed in my boat, but I rode it around so at least it got to you know, you know, see Florida. I rode it around the. <laughs> so you're anti. You're anti Carolina rig GDP. I know you love it too. I was uh, say, well, I'm not anti Carolina cool, right? rig. I love the Carolina rig. It's my friend. Is it really? What? Oh yeah, I keep. That's why I keep one tied on at all times. Period. All year, all year. I, I, I think for what Buddy Gross was doing, I don't think there is a better technique. Period. Especially yeah. in Florida, of all places, um, mm -hmm. it is the most efficient, fastest way to cover whatever you're fishing on the bottom. The quickest. Period. In the best way. I mean, for what you're doing, you can just throw that thing out there fast slow whatever it just does it right different presentation than most stuff especially the florida bass say whether they see it cranking or dragging on the bottom a carolina rig is just a whole different category florida period. rig yeah, florida yeah. Rig. yeah. Florida. if you're on if you're on curve if you're on curve it's a carolina rig right or a virginia rig well it could be a <laughs> rig too i guess but um yeah. there's gonna there, there's gonna be probably three at least three more events where that's going to be in the top 10 this year i bet carolina rig why do you guys I think agree. why do you guys think that's fallen out of favor it's like people people look down their nose at the carolina rig it's retro it's like chuck taylor's bro you know they're all no i i think <laughs> it's just i mean it's it's usually always on my front deck everywhere as we go mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm i'm kind of the younger generation so I don't really know yeah. why guys aren't using it. I really don't know why. It's kind of like the drop shot, too. A lot of people today still don't drop shot, which blows my mind. Good. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. But <laughs> I, 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 can, I can make you a bet. I think if you put a drop shot on your front deck from start to finish of the year, I think you'd do pretty darn good. Uh, you're, you're, I think you're right. I think yep. you're right. Hey, Pete, I got the guys over at Cashin are, uh, are waiting on me to jump on a, a Zoom a zoom with them here uh here um we're gonna go over 
some new releases. And I want to just give a little quick, quick uh, shout out to them and what we're doing at the uh, at the Bassmaster Classic. We got a new rod, and just I'll just go ahead and let the cat out of the Whoa. bag for the best U Carolina rig rod. <laughs> Swim jig. Rod. Oh yeah, let's go. Love Swim it. jig rod. Yes, sir. It What's is it? right here. So it smells new. Still smells new, Pete. John, can you tell us the dimensions? Mm. Mm. The mic. It looks perfect for the micro missile bait swim jig. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's it the, is. What's the it's, length? It on is. It? It's, it's a. It's a seven. Uh, seven t- three. Damn. You asked me, you put me on the spot like that. Yes, seven three. Like I told them exactly what to make. Uh-huh. Obviously, um, <laughs> but yeah, they, we we went through a couple blanks to get that one just kind of dialed in just right. But that's the key. I use a lot softer swim jig rod than most dudes, and your hookup ratio goes through the roof when you get a softer rod. Most people fish it with a broomstick or a flipping stick, and that is. Yeah. 100% the wrong thing to do, whether you're fishing fluoro or braid. You want a little bit softer rod, you can make ac- more accurate casts, and you will catch so many more of them. It's cool. Nice. Hey, John, well, we're going we're gonna to let you go because you got to go do that thing, but the uh, I got to give you and Cashin a big shout-out. Yeah. Still, my favorite uh, Cashin rod is the 710 uh, John Cruz deep cranking rod. Oh, and- yeah. And I love that rod. I use yeah. I use it for deep cranking, but I honestly I use it for lipless baits in shallow mm-hmm. water. I yeah. use I use it for so many applications. It's very it's still my favorite yeah. cast and fishing rod. Uh, it's great design, JC. Well done. Hell yeah! Thank you, brother. Mine's the Appreciate worming it. rod. In case anybody's wondering, the worming rod is absolutely money. I've we lost John. Oh, no. Anyway, I feel like I feel like with that worm and rod that Johnny designed for cashing, I can be so much more accurate with that rod when I'm flipping and pitching than any other rod yeah. in the boat. It's crazy. Yes. Well, it, is count- great, it is a great finesse flipping and pitching rod. Because yeah. of the counterbalance. Like the counterbalance just in your hand, it's just like it's just when you when you roll your wrist to flip that bait out there, it's just mm-hmm. butter. It's great. Again, yeah, well Go ahead, John. Oh, man, I just want to say thank you guys for having me on, and thank you guys for for all the support uh, over the years, Pete, you and Mike, and and Riz. I mean, I was out there fishing a pad line, and uh, it was kind of quiet, and I could hear somebody talking on the phone. I'm like, dude, that's Riz back there. <laughs> <laughs> Riz is out there watching me, supporting me on the river, man. Yeah. Um, was yeah, I, I couldn't believe you guys. I, I couldn't believe I found you because like I had like an hour every morning to to go out on the boat to just like watch whoever I could find fish. And like I happened yeah. to run into the tournament leader like a mile from like where where I was at. I'm like, wow, this is perfect. You know what I mean? That's Good right. Stuff. Good stuff. Hey, John, congratulations yeah. again, man. Appreciate you making the time Thank for you, us. And, and we're gonna we're gonna you know we'll 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 hang out with you the next time. We'll see you at the classic and everywhere yes. else. And uh, congratulations yep. again, man. Champ. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch up with y'all here real soon. All right, buddy. You have a good night, Donnie. Thanks. Donnie Cruz. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it's, it's awesome that you see somebody like that, that you, you just love to, to cheer, to win, you know, and, uh, you know, he, he's one, he's like one of those guys. It's definitely when he gets close, you just want, you want to cheer for him. And uh, it was great win. 
And yep. uh, it's interesting to talk about the Carolina rig. And uh, and I want to, you know, especially GDP now that it, it's just us. Dude, Humminbird won the Harris chain. The 360 won the Harris chain. It was Straight a up. big, big deal, you know? No surprise. Right? But right he's amazing at his use of it. But uh, but he's watching those fish swim off the off the ledge, like he he does that thing, and he taught us it. He taught us it on Bashu Live. He taught us it on Bashu TV. Get on top of the ledge, yeah, and scan out, and it shows you what's really there. And that's exactly what he did to win the tournament. It was amazing. I'm going to go out on a ledge and say, dude, Buddy is probably one of the best offshore fishermen in the country right now. Oh yeah. Period. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's not, dude, that's hard to say. And that's the truth. The guy is incredible. He's crazy dialed with his electronics. Like dude, he is, you know, a lot of it, I think depends on where you grew up in the country and buddy grew up a lot in the Tennessee river chain where you fish that kind of stuff. And he has got it dialed man to the, to a T. Yeah. You know, well, the, the thing that was amazing to me was when he was teaching us that stuff, like getting up on top of the shelf yep. and scanning out and in the blackness. Oh, cause mm-hmm. as the, as the, as it drops off, right. Your, your, your readout turns black mm-hmm. and you can see when schools or fish are there, they're just white. You know, you, you can see it plain as day. Uh, yes, you can. scanning that way. And, uh, it, it was, innovative you know to to you know tell us that that's how it's done and but but to see him do it in real time is amazing oh yeah Yeah. it's it's really not your traditional way of you know what we've all been taught and that's the best part of it you know and it's like that's that that's that's the best part about bass fishing there's just no rules and there's always a better way to do something it seems like and buddy figured it out (laughs) period you know yeah and it was funny how he was like bombing that Carolina rig out there. And I was kind of mad at him because I'm like, you know, I want to win on the Carolina rig again. And it's been a long, you know, and I didn't, I didn't like that he was showcasing it, but, but it was such a perfect tool to work up the ledge. Like he was doing, throwing out into the abyss and working it up. And he, even he was surprised. And you know, he was like, I cannot believe, you know, all these fish are just hanging out there, you know, yeah. out off the break in the middle of nowhere, you know? Yeah, well, we have we have Chickamauga coming up. It's like April seventh. It's gonna play big time, and I guarantee you, Buddy's gonna be throwing it all over again. I'm gonna be throwing it probably. I mean, it's just gonna be a, a pre-spawn spawn. They're gonna be staging in areas where you can do the exact same thing all over again. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's good stuff. When are you coming home, GDP? Uh, so right now I'm on Chickamauga. I'll be here this week. You know, just looking around some more, and I'll be home for. About four days, and then head down to the classic. Okay. Well, I need to set an appointment with you. I need to come out and die. I need to dial my electronics in. So, uh, <laughs> we'll <laughs> we can do that. Did you, uh, <laughs> you got your I, Mega Live on and all that stuff? I, I I got it on. I'm 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 ready for the season. I gotta, you know, unlike you, my boat's been under the cover for the last two or three months, and uh, we got to pull the cover and make sure everything's working. But uh, man, I mean, but. Dude, so so mega live real quick talk about it there's been a lot of 
basically firmware updates. And that's the cool part. It's like, so Mega Live versus all the other companies, there's no black box. It's basically plug and play. You plug in back in, it run mm -hmm. power to it, and it's, it's good to go. So they've gotten it now. Honestly, and this is honest truth. It's pretty darn dialed. And I think it's going to probably get better than the other ones as far as longevity goes. I think it's going to be the best forward-facing sonar package with the one-boat network. I mean, it's going to be the ultimate package once it's all said and done, I think. That's just my opinion on it. Are yeah. you utilizing well, that well, a lot I, right now, Greg? Are you like are you are you using that in your fishing pretty frequently? Yes, it's literally so like, you know, for the for the last two years, um, you know, for the last since 2019 and 2020, us Humbird guys have pretty much basically been without forward facing sonar. And then 21 last year, we kind of got it. And now this year, you know, they got a lot of the bugs worked out. It works really darn good. I've already caught a crap load of fish on it. And it's super clear, the distance very far out there. If you're throwing a jerk bait, you can see it hit the you can see it hit the top of the water. And as you start to work it, you can see it the whole way in. And if you're doing it, so the other day I was actually on the Harris chain practice, and day two, we had different conditions. So I went around basically chasing shell bar fish. And you know, I threw out there with a certain color, I jerked it right down to the fish. They never reacted to it. I literally just changed color of my jerk bait and it was instant. I caught all of them right away. So you can see how the fish are reacting, not only to what you're throwing, but color also. That's a really big deal. Um, and then, like you said, having 360, dude, it just simplifies everything that's in front of you around your boat. Absolutely. Can you run yeah, Mega Live? It's really interesting to see the, the lures and techniques that come out of forward facing. Like, we're going to find uh, different ways to catch them, I think, maybe that we haven't seen before. Because now we, you can see how the fish are reacting to what you're throwing. You know, what, what lure or technique or style is going to alter, you know, how we're approaching these fish that now we can see on our sonar that we can never see before, you know? Yeah. A new, yeah. I, I sense a new missile style swim bait of some kind, you know, <laughs> that's going to yeah, get them to play <laughs> when nothing else will. Yeah. You know, one really cool part about forward-facing sonar is, you can really dial your baits in as far as blind size and see what they truly run as far as depth goes, because you can see it now. You can see what depth it's at, what it's diving to on 12 pound test, 15 pound test, whatever you change it up to. So you can really dial in. If you're fishing eight feet of water, you can make that crankbait run at just under eight feet and just tap that the whole way in just because right. of that. You know, it's a whole different way to think about it. Have you, uh, gotten into the new uh, mounting systems like we see the crappie guys and even even some of the bass guys are doing it where they're getting these uh waist high uh mounting brackets where you can i would tear that off <laughs> you, you what i would hit something i'd tear that off i, I could never do that <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks awesome to be able to have it like it's it's like right there in your face you know um, yeah, we, yeah, maybe Cruz might might need that because he says eyes are going bad. But yeah, no, I, I just run the the two stacked in the front, then I have one on the side on a Kong mount. Uh, it's actually a really clean setup. I'm really happy with it. Yeah, well, yeah. that's 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 good stuff. You know, we'll we'll see what uh, we'll see what the future brings. And uh, and um, so you're hanging out at Chickamauga, right? You're before the off limits. You get to go out and do a little fishing. I heard you were saying earlier that you're out catching some. Oh God. It's like, so, you know, you, you come out here with intentions of literally sitting behind the wheel, graphing and looking around, 
So I started graphing around today and I was like, oh my God, there's some fish. And I'm like, oh my God, there's more fish. I got to this one spot. There were so many. I said, I have to cast. So I stood up and I caught like 25 in a row almost. It was just stupid. Holy yeah. smokes, oh my God. man. It yeah, was, that's it was great. Awesome. Yeah, it was fun. There's like a, there's a big warming <laughs> going on down here right now. Um, it's like 75 degrees outside. The water's in the low 50s and they're oh, just yeah. chilling. Mm. That, yeah. that's awesome you're, I, you're making riz angry for being row. back home in yeah. studio yeah. 20, 20 25 in a row huh yeah it sounds pretty awesome man it was <laughs> I, okay i might i might have had one or two fall off during the, the 25 in a row cast oh, okay so it was only 22 or 23 all right <laughs> and everyone that has the trap is completely sideways in their throat uh. <laughs> yeah that's their house awesome. it. yep that's yeah. when that's when you know you got them you got them sideways or even better when you can't see it, you know, yeah. when, when they come up and jump and there's no, you can't even see the bait. They yeah. wolfed it so good. You know, you know, I want to, I want to bring something up real quick. So on the St. John's, the same event, John won, that was probably one of my best practices of my entire career. So really? day, I, I went back and counted my waypoints in practice day one. I shook off 31 fish. You know, I was using just the hitchhiker screwing the bait on but I would let them take it and I'd, I'd pull them up to see how big they were. Some were like between five and seven. I, some were probably my personal best and I just shook them off. So 30, 31 bites day one, I shook off. Day two, different area, same pattern. I shook off 38. And then in the last day, I ran really far up north and I shook off 15 doing the same exact thing. And we had really crappy weather in practice. It was rainy, it was cold. And then for the event, it got sunny and warm. And I ran back to them same areas day one. I never had a bite in any of them, which was crazy. So I just completely scrapped everything that I was doing day one after like two, three hours. And I just ran around and fished like you would fish a tidal system. And then day two, it got way warmer. So I went bed fishing and that's how I called them bigger fish. Wow. Well, that's yeah, for warm. you. I mean, that's, that's what makes, that's why people get frustrated with it. I know I do. And a lot of guys have got, fishing in florida is it's so dynamic you know it is 30 yeah. 38 bites doing a technique that disappears in two days that's insane yeah. Dude, tell me about it tell me about it you know what i think happens pete to be honest with you so if you if you go side image down any of the canals as far as main river on the st john's there is just fish everywhere so i think is what happened was it was really cloudy really windy real nasty I think a lot of them fish came out of the channel and went to the bank. That's mm. really truly what I think happened. When the sun came back out, then fish just went right back into the channel. They're almost uncatchable because they kind of suspend to go down with the current. But that's truly what I think happened. So you were in the canals when you had all these massive bites. No, I, I, I said canals, but the main river, I was fishing the main river, but like, uh, you know, against the bank in the main river. I meant to say the channel, but not the canals. So gotcha. I think all the fish basically come out of the channel, go to the bank in the crappy days. I've never had a practice like that where I've just shook it off giant after giant everywhere as I went. Wow. So, yeah, then it got real sunny and warm, and it kind of did the opposite. The, the Florida fish backed off. And, you know, on this Harris Chain event, to bring it up real quick, day one of practice on the Harris Chain, if you pulled into a canal or any kind of backwater, there was males on beds every single place that i went one canal had 40 i counted 40 fish on the beds all males so we had a full moon wednesday night 
and a big warming trend was coming. And I'm like, oh my God, this tournament's going to explode with spawning fish. Day two of practice, we had a little bit of a colder night. All them fish I saw on beds all left, every single one of them. Yeah. And it never came back for me in the tournament. I know some guys did end up getting them day three and four. Some of them real big fish you saw were off beds. They came back again. Wow. Just wild. It is wild. And and they're notorious for that. And they move more than any other fish. They're so reactive to the cold fronts and they the are. warm fronts. And uh, and and it, it causes everybody fits. And then the St. John's, you had the tidal water which confuses a lot of guys. Doesn't confuse you. You're comfortable yeah. in that environment. But uh but man, it's it's quite a it's quite a task to follow these fish around. I've been in situations where the warming trends have been there. I was there when Dean Rojas caught the record uh, oh, at Bassmasters with 45 pounds. It it took 85 degree temperatures three days in a row. And those fish weren't there, weren't there, weren't there, and then all of a sudden the biggest stringer ever caught in Bassmaster history showed up uh, on, I think it was day three or day four. It was, it was crazy. And I had mm. given up on it. I'm like, they're not, they're not going to, they haven't moved yet. They're not going to move. And of course they moved and, uh, yeah. and the crash, you know, it's amazing. It, Florida is an amazing place. It challenges everybody. So I'm glad you, you know, you got out of there with, uh, you know, with some, some good finishes, some good points. That, that's got to feel good, you know? It does. The The biggest takeaway that I have in Florida for anybody going in that direction is you have to keep everything honest every single day of the week because it's just so crazy down there how it changes. You know, if you've got a thought about doing something, don't hesitate. Just go try it. It can't hurt because it could work, you know. Right. I'm really I'm really excited to start kind of working our way north because I want to get away from the Florida strand bass, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well you're gonna you're gonna battle them at, at Chickamauga, that's for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh but um but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to watch. Are you fishing the opens this year? I'm gonna do the northerns. That schedule is so darn good, I cannot yeah. pass it up. Okay, good. Good deal. Well, I'll certainly I'll certainly see you there. And, yeah, uh, we've got some we got some prizes to give away. We've got a Facebook like and share. And what else do we have, Riz? We do. We got a grand prize that we're going to give away. Um, we're going to pull a uh, pull a question um, from tonight's show. It's going to be something Johnny talked about. Uh, you want to go ahead and roll that out now, Pete? Uh, sure. OK, let's do it. I love the I love the trivia stuff. All right. So um, the question for the grand prize tonight is going to be um, how fast. Yeah, yeah, right. How 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 fast? <laughs> um, what were the two baits that John Cruz used as trailers on his chatterbait at the St. John's River? What were the two baits that John Cruz used as trailers on his chatterbait at the St. John's River? I know, I know one of them. I think I know both of them, but I don't know if I have the exact uh, name. <laughs> yeah, the exact stuff on them. I'll tell you what, that color, that color he's coming out with, boy, whew, that is my favorite worm color, Boom. period. Got a winner. Uh, no, no doubt. What, what, Didn't the, take long. The, mor the morning dawn you were talking about, GDP? It's 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 a morning dawn, but Robo calls it something. They call it the orange morning, morning dawn. That's what they call it. It has the uh, whitish bottom to it. Okay. Yeah, that is the, and especially for you title guys, that is the color. 
Wow. Morning Dawn. Greg, why does Morning, Morning Dawn work in all different watercolors? Because it does. Like it, it can I be have, dirty water. I have it no be, idea. <laughs> it can be crystal clear water. They just freaking eat it. I don't know. I think Van Dam did a seminar on that where he had a guy in the back of his boat. The water was super muddy, and the guy caught him on Morning Dawn, like a color you wouldn't even think of that works. Yeah, no, that's what I'm so saying. It worked, dude. It works. It works like all all watercolors. Like it, there, it doesn't everywhere matter. Everywhere I've been, it works. It like works on everywhere. the out on the Delaware, it, you can be in a creek that's clean or a creek that's chocolate, and they still eat Morning yeah. Dawn on a drop shot. It's you crazy. know, maybe. Maybe to our eyes, it looks kind of like a clear water thing, but maybe to a bass, it, they can see it all the time. It's like, I don't know, a bull sees red. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, but it, it was amazing. It, it definitely dominated. You know, it's pretty pretty awesome stuff. Great uh, great answer. Of course, these guys always crush it. And uh, Nate are you, asked me if I'm trying to qualify for the elites. Now, I'm trying to qualify for the, the classic, Nate. That's why I fish the opens. I'm – I'm uh, I'm not a point hunter. I'm trying to, I'm trying to win at all costs on the opens. So that that's my objective. Fishing uh, for the this win. Year, as hey, what's your favorite for... one on the schedule? Uh, I, this is gonna freak you out because it freaks me out. To be honest with you, Oneida. I, I kind of knew you were gonna say that because I I think you want to probably do what we did last year, right? You did we did well last year, there, didn't you? Yeah, I did well, but but I I know I, felt, I know that's like your nemesis. <laughs> yeah, it's been my nemesis, and I felt like, wait a minute, I had like a light bulb go off. Like, oh, I get how they move here now. Like, I understand mm. a little bit more than I ever did before, and that intrigues me um, because it's such a diverse fishery. I feel like you could win there by you know staying with conditions and 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 fishing the way that I did. I I, I just I feel like that's going to be a good one. I love them all, like you. Like, you know, we're going to James River and the pre-spawn, probably spawn, maybe. Uh, you know, it's we fished on the Chesapeake so many times. We we know how those fish react in those scenarios, and uh, yep. I'm excited about that. It's going to be a hard one to win. Um, Agree. Uh, the 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 Chesapeake is another one that you know I, it's tough super tough conditions on the bay that time of year it's probably the toughest time of year to fish the bay i love that i have that advantage and you mm -hmm. do too um you know but i'll be in that with them. Hard, i'll be in that know? one with you guys yeah i love it riz is throwing his hat in the ring we, Got you, um, right? Good to have it. yeah of course it's 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 gonna be uh a tough turn i see us do i see a side bet coming here <laughs> could be a bass, a bass university side bet could be. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm waitlisted, but I'm not in yet. But from everything that you'll everybody's get, you'll saying, get in. You'll that get in. by the you'll third one of the year, I'll get in. So, oh, you'll get in. Are you kidding me? People are gonna be dropping like flies once they, you know, once yeah. once they get through the Oneida and they they're not in contention, they're out. They're like, no yep. way, I'm going to Chesapeake in the fall. It's yep. too tough. I bought a you couple know? beers for Steve Bowman one night at uh, Palaka, so <laughs> hopefully he can get me get me slid in there. <laughs> if I need to. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was, was good seeing you guys there oh yeah, yeah. i think it was great yeah. yeah it was that was that was it was good to be at that event it was first one of the year yeah. you know yeah i like it i think we're going to be at many more uh upcoming and we really enjoyed it a lot and uh you know so uh so we'll be back soon and we're super excited i want to announce it again tackle direct 
Tackle is, uh, is now the home of Bass University. And I uh, want to invite you guys, if you have not subscribed, go get subscribed. If, you ha- if you're a subscriber, make sure you go in your inbox and uh, get your really amazing discount that's going on right now at Tackle Direct. It's the first of many uh, benefits we're going to be able to bring to you guys and some really cool stuff we're going to do with Tackle Direct and Bash University TV. So uh, thank you, Tackle Direct, for being part of Bash University. Appreciate you guys very much. Thank you, Adrian Avina, mm-hmm. for coming and hanging out with us. And uh, do we have a Facebook like and share winner, Riz? Uh, we do. We'll uh, we'll get that through the randomizer here, and uh, we'll pull that up <laughs> momentarily. <laughs> so you're gonna be on, you're gonna be home for just a couple days, GDP, and uh, and then head back down. That's you're gonna be on the road quite a bit this year. I am. I have been home in over a month now. Wow. Yeah. Is the is the missus with you? Is she down there? So she uh, she flew into the Harris chain for four days, and then she flew back on Sunday or Monday, Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I don't think the weekend is anymore. <laughs> What's that now? I said I don't even know day to weekend is anymore. Right? When once you start talking, it goes crazy. Is she using the Spirit yeah. Airlines out of Atlantic City? I love the Atlantic City Airport. She using that one? Uh, she tries. I hope she she's tries not flying to. Spirit. That's her, that's her favorite. Yep. I. I hope she's not Chris flying Spirit, her. right? No. The last dude, dude. Try not to. You guys losing? No. The last time, the last time I flew Spirit, they like they asked me if I could help them like fix something on the plane. So I was at the airport and I was having a beer with the pilot before the flight, and I told him I used to fix stuff on the boat all the time. And he said, uh, "He said, all right, we actually got a problem on the plane. You mind uh, take, taking a look at it? We got we we got it fixed up. We just used some electrical tape and a pair of pliers. No big deal." I wouldn't uh, play on that one, Riz. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so we 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 got our Facebook like and share winner, Pete. It's uh, it's Ray Gibbons. Congratulations, Ray Gibbons. You're tonight's Facebook right. like and share winner. Thanks for supporting the Bash U Live. Awesome. Thank you, Ray. And, uh, you know, thank you for fixing the plane, Riz. I'm not, I'm, I'm not getting on that plane, dude. I'm out. Yeah. Not <laughs> and, um, Alex, thank you, man. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. Yeah, it was a good show. The comments were awesome tonight, guys. Lots of funny ones coming on. BTC was over on the YouTube, keeping that chat all crazy over there like it normally is. But yeah, great show. Great stuff from John. Loved hearing from GDP too. And excited to be at the classic next week, Pete. I can't wait. I can't wait to meet you face to face and uh, BTC. Awesome, man. Great. Glad to have you hanging over there on YouTube. Look forward to having you on the next show. And GDP, thanks again, buddy. Appreciate you setting time aside for us tonight. Are we uh, Are we doing a show next week or no? That good is question. a good question. Uh, yeah, I'll be. I, I I will be home next week. I will be home sometime this weekend. Coming. We are leaving on. Uh, on the following yeah we're we're gonna have an, um, a march 1st pre-classic uh yep. we're leaving that next day live okay yes so uh awesome maybe maybe we'll see you in the studio yeah if i'm allowed i'll be there <laughs> <laughs> I, I think i think it's i think it's all good um and riz thanks man you hold the fort down all by yourself you do pretty good Man, I'm getting there. I uh, I still started the show with uh, with no audio for about five seconds. There's 
some with our soundboard when we when we bring in the uh, when we when we bring in our guests for the first time it drops the audio down. I'm still working on that. So, but we 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 noticed it pretty quickly. Like it was only a few seconds. So we're getting there, yep. trying our best. Good job, uh, Brian. If you're still watching right now, dude, get back in the studio with me, man. Come on, come on. <laughs> I miss you. I need it's, you it's, here. I, I, I'm lonely. I, I, I miss Brian. I haven't seen him in a long time, man. Well, we're all going to see him next week for sure. Down to the classic. One That's way right, Brian. You will be at the classic. And we will see all of you at the classic. And oh, yeah. uh, thank you so much, Tackle Direct. Love being uh, partnering with you guys. Go over and check that uh, out on your email. If you haven't subscribed to Bashy.tv, get over there and get subscribed. Pete, I, I got, see you. I got one more you, thing. What are you saying? Yeah, I got, got? I got one more thing. Guys, um, one of our very own um, uh Bashu TV guy, but he's been on the show with us several times before. Uh, uh, Craig Durand, um, his son Pat Durand, is a college angler, and mm -hmm. he is headed to the MLF uh, National Championship for the College Series, and they are right now actively working to uh, to raise some funds to get their whole team there. So he's got a GoFundMe link going for uh, going for that program, that college program, to be able to get out to the College National Championship help raise a little bit of funds to get the whole the whole team there. I'm going to drop that link uh, in the comments uh, on Facebook, and I'm going to put it in the chat board on Bashu TV. So, guys, if you can help uh, support these young guys in their college fishing dreams to make it to the national championship, they've already qualified. They just need a little bit of support money to make it out there. Um, like I said, it's a Bashu TV guy, Bashu TV member, so um, let's do what we can to uh, help those kids – make it to the college national championship excellent i'm glad i'm glad you said that risen and, and of course the eco bass angler is uh got an update for us and we're we're looking forward to hearing that because there's a lot of issues going on with anglers rights places we can and can't fish and uh we've had some developments uh in in some of the efforts that are being put forth to try to get uh anglers rights squared away here in in our area but i know you guys are dealing with them too so uh uh we look forward to hearing from craig very very soon and his son pat good luck yes put up the gofundme link get get behind these kids help them out where you can let's let's get them out to the national championship and uh let them put their best foot forward in competing out there so uh, uh appreciate those guys appreciate that riz and everybody else um, uh, thanks for watching. We're going to be right back here next week, Tuesday night, 7 p.m., with another cool show prior to the classic, a preamble to the classic, and you can watch us down there as well. So appreciate you guys being part of the program. Check out Tackle Direct. DDP, thank you. And Alex and Riz, thank you guys too. And we will catch up with you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Thanks, guys. moment on the water not spent fishing is a moment wasted. That's why Minkota and Humminbird have joined forces to bring you the One Boat Network. Products that communicate and integrate to help you take full command of your boat. Born from our commitment to making the most advanced fishing gear even better by making it work together. The One Boat Network will help you find, get to, stay on, and catch more fish. 
when One Boat Network products talk to each other. They can navigate your boat automatically. They can give you a crystal clear view of what's below with no messy wires. And they can let you lower, raise, and change shallow water anchor modes from anywhere on the boat. But that's just the beginning. We're never done innovating, integrating, and making your boat simpler and easier to control. All so you can make every second on the water count. Tackle Warehouse is proud to sponsor the FLW Pro Circuit and is the official tackle retailer of FLW. Providing proven bass fishing gear as well as the newest and hottest tackle. Our friendly and knowledgeable customer service staff can help you every step of the way. And we offer free ground shipping on orders over $50. Tackle Warehouse. Everything for the bass angler at the lowest prices. Guaranteed. I have to be constantly on the lookout for new techniques to stay on the top of my game. Giant. Some have been more giant. successful oh God, than others. Giant. The finesse fingernail. Happens every time. The chain gang. Oh ah, broke it off. The crow's nest. Never let go. And don't even get me started on tackle management, especially trying to stop rust and corrosion. Peanut butter. Hmm, I could. Motor oil. Gotta keep the rust off all of these baits. WD-40. Gotta keep the rust off. Silica, toothpicks, Q-tips, the list goes on and on. I'm hard on tackle, I fish fast, I need my tackle organized and protected. I can't be worrying about losing baits to rust. And when it comes to tackle management, there's only one solution. Flambo Tackle Storage Systems with Z-Rust Technology. The original anti-rust tackle box. Uncompromised clarity. Renowned durability. The infused anti-rust option that is FDA safe and free of harmful chemicals. The organization options are endless, but there's only one. One box, one anti-corrosion technology, one family-owned American-made brand, Flambo. Z-Rust Tackle Solutions. Preserve, perform, repeat.